0: Welcome to commercial property podcast. My name is Helen Tarrant. I'm an author. I am an educator and I am a specialist commercial property bias agent. Now in this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you specialist strategies and terminologies and live case studies on how you too can achieve financial freedom through commercial property. Now, if you are looking to buy your first commercial property, want to find out more information to see if commercial property is right for you, or you want to expand your portfolio to two or three commercial properties or even more, then this is the podcast for you. I will be sharing with you live Case studies, the journey of my clients and students, and also how we're putting deals together. So, relax, listen in, and enjoy the process. Welcome. This is a great episode. It's all about purchasing a commercial property, looking at finance and bank loans. Helen walks us through how commercial loans work and even if you've maxed out your serviceability with residential investments, how you can actually still get into commercial property with the right type of loan. How banks look at the cash flow for a property based on the lease and how this could be your serviceability answer. Helen covers all of this so if you have a mortgage on your home and even if you have negatively geared residential investments here is one way you can get started with commercial property and have po- positive cash flow for this investment. Helen takes you through the numbers you need to keep an eye on, so listen in. How does commercial loans work in commercial property? You see, uh, many people ask me this question about how do commercial property work, and especially how loans work. And if you're tapped out serviceability-wise with residential, can you still do commercial property? And the answer is absolutely you can do commercial property. And the reason you can do that is because you can actually borrow from the bank on commercial property based on the cash flow of the property rather than the focus on you. Now that's what we call a lease stock loan. Now the LVR for something like that could be 65%. So you have to top in the higher deposit compared to residential, but the means that the bank is not gonna test you for servicing. Now that's really, really great. The reason for that is that it means that if you have five other commercial or five other residential properties, sorry, five other residential properties, and that you have your principal home and you're negatively geared, you're not able to get a residential loan. But if you found a commercial property that's producing you cash flow, it's gonna be able to make the mortgage repayments for commercial on a principal interest level, then the bank is going to give you a lease stock property. Now, how do you know if your property, if the cash flow you're getting for this property is going to cover uh, principal interest? Now, I tend to totally think somewhere around two to two and a half percent above what the interest is quoted by the bank. So for example, for a lease stock loan, they sit somewhere around 4.25, 4.5 percent. So not the most cheapest rate in the market but also not the highest because sometimes you want to bring an LVR up to 80% you might be looking at 7% uh, 7% interest so in this case four and a half what you're looking for then is a property that says two to two and a half percent above that so two percent is six and a half two and a half is seven so you need a property that's minimally generating you six and a half to seven percent preferably even higher if you can get something between seven to seven and a half percent then you will and truly will cover the interest repayments. Remember, your loan is going to be an interest only loan rather than a principal interest, but the bank will assess to see if you're able to service on a principal interest basis. So that means that if you can find something that sits 2 to 2.5% above what you're currently getting quoted as a bank as your interest rate, you should be able to get through and tick that box. Now, of course, everyone's situation is different, and your individual situation should be. Uh, checked with a finance broker. So we get all of our clients to check through with our finance broker so we know exactly the kind of loan that they have. So then we implement a strategy above it. The way I see commercial loans work, even when you can't get residential and you think you're too old um, or that um, you don't earn enough money, all of those things that are irrelevant in commercial property. As long as you have a deposit, the some bank in commercial, it does may not be the 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 major four will do the deal. It's just a matter of loan to valuation ratio, whether you're going to be able to get 80% or whether you're able to get 55 or 65%. Now, that's also dependent on the property. That's the second part of commercial loans. Where in residential, you buy a house, you buy an apartment, everything is pretty much cookie cut. But in commercial, it doesn't work that way. And the reason it doesn't work that way is because the loans and each of the property with the tenants are different. So the bank wants to look at the tenant. They want to look at the history of the tenant. They want to look at uh, what rent they were paying, whether that's market rent, whether it's below market rent, if the outgoings actually match up, or whether the outgoings are a little bit higher. They want to check all of these things. And then they can give you an offer. They give you an offer. And for example, the offer could be, This is a 15 year loan or a 20 year loan, 25 year loan. The first five years is interest only, and it's going to be at say 4%. After that, it ticks over to principal interest. Now that works very, very similarly to residential, which means that if after five years you want to refinance, you do the same thing as you would in residential, refinance the property, and you go through another interest only period. If you're buying the property and you want to keep the property for lifestyle reasons and you want to use the cash flow to supplement your lifestyle then i highly suggest that you use uh, interest only component and use the cash flow to either save up another deposit or use it towards your lifestyle and then end of that five years refinance that property so you're never paying down principal now if you absolutely love this property and some people absolutely love this property then i would suggest you do principal interest repayment so you can prepay property and as the rent increases in your property the tenant will help you pay down the property but maybe for the first one or two or even three years keep it as interest only so that you build yourself a nice little buffer so that said hopefully that gives you an overview of how commercial property loan works but I'll give you a quick recap one the whether you can service or whether you have enough income or you have too much liabilities in residential does not impact you getting a loan in commercial. Two, make sure you find a specialist broker in commercial property who does commercial property day in, day out. Now, if you need a referral, please put a comment in below or you can go to HelenTarrant.com, send me a message through there, because I have someone that is an expert that we can refer you to, that's number two, so you can get a cheque and you get an overall finance position, which is really important. You know, finance positions in commercial sense tells you roughly the loan amount you can go, the purchase price tells you the length of the loan, the type of the loan, and also the interest rate. So you get a really good idea that helps you to go shopping. Number three, now, The tenant and the property matters. So the type of tenant, the history of the tenant, the property itself and the location matters because the bank wants to assess their risk factors. And because of the risk factor, they're going to give you a offer on the property. So it's not a cookie cut loan as such. So just remember, and this is my analogy, If you found a property and it's in a mining town, it might be yielding 11, 12, 13, or even 15%. It might be on a 10-year lease, uh, and it might be fantastic, and it might be a branded tenant. Uh, You go to the bank, the bank is going to look at it, it goes fantastic, understand your cash flow, understand everything. But let me ask you this question. Who's gonna support this property if the tenant goes bust, or if they do a runner on their lease? Now, so you better be showing me some income to be able to show me that you can tolerate the risk, and that you know, safeguard for ourselves, or we want you to give us more deposit. So, and which means that you're gonna to have to be a really good earner, you're gonna have some assets behind you, and, or you're gonna have a chunk of cash we to, to put into this property. Now, let's change that scenario to a property located in Sydney or, or Melbourne Metro, and it might be only a, a million dollar property and you might only be an office space with just a generic tenant in there. So it's not a brand name tenant, and it might be on a three-year lease. The banker's going to look at that and go, you know what, this tenant, uh, we know that in an area like this, you'll get a re-tenant, you'll get a new tenant in there if the tenant goes bust within two to four weeks. We're not particularly worried about that. Um, The yield is acceptable. It's going to cover our repayments and really we don't care if you're 40 and sleeping on your mother's couch uh, and you know almost on the dole as long as you can actually have a deposit to put in we'll, let, we'll do the deal because we know the property is going to be self-sustaining on its own so the stronger the property the less strong you have to be so if you're starting out a commercial property and you're not that strong financially they find a really strong producing property even if it's on a shorter lease in comparison to a property that has much, much higher yields, much more returning cash flow for you, but it's in a regional or rural area because the bank is gonna compare the risk of these two properties and then they're gonna look at whether they want you to be part of the loan process or not. But end of the day, please find specialist opinion about it. Um, I look forward to helping you in your journey. You've been listening to Commercial Property Cashflow Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe to this podcast so you do not miss any of my valuable tips and strategies. Now, if you're wanting more detailed education and training, I have a free webinar you can attend. Just click on the link in the show notes and it will take you there. And if you're ready to invest in commercial property with guided assistance and you want to talk to us, book into your free consultation. Find out more about it on HelenTarrant.com. I can't wait to share with you more of my tips and strategies in upcoming episodes. So really make sure you subscribe. This is Helen Tarrant signing off. See you on the Ned podcast.